Hello, hello, and welcome back. You're listening to Chasing Time, the Finnish horology podcast in English. And I want to start first thanking all the listeners for the support and for the feedback. Uh, we have several emails in the last two weeks from different people with a lot of questions and recommendations, one of which was dress watch. And today we just do that. To help me do that, I have a guest from Sweden, from a company called Okefalk. And I say hello to Michael Söderberg. Hello, Michael, and welcome. Introduce yourself to, to the guest and who you are and what's your role in the in the Okefalk company. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, we are, uh, uh, what should I say, a 24-hour watch company that started in, in, in uh, 2016. Uh, actually, the, the, the plans started in 2016. We've been on the market uh, with watches for about since 2008. 18 beginning of 2018 uh, and uh, my role in the company is of course i'm one of the founders in the company uh, and uh, i also of course handle a lot of the development in the company together with the uh, with our designer joachim and and, and also uh, a lot of discussions with with uh, one of the other founders uh, from which we have the name from. His name is Richard Walker-Falk, and uh, that's also where we took the name from, his last name. Uh, the website says the story. Where did the story begin? Because you're several people involved in the company. Did you someday took a coffee and said, hey, let's do this, or how did it all start? It? Yeah, it's actually, uh, it's a fun story because it started uh, at a midsummer party in 2016 uh, at uh, my countryside house uh, and uh, I sat down with uh, Richard Åkerfalk uh, and uh, we discussed the watch industry and, and of course both of us are very interested in, in watches so we discussed that you know most watches looks the same and, 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 and a lot of them you know doesn't have any personality and, and we continue discussing you know bigger brands like uh, Daniel Wellington and all the success of that company and of course also smaller brands and and, and vintage watches and yeah, we come to a conclusion what should we start a watch company together you know just you know a fun idea and, and, and uh, during the night we you know made more and more plans and and, and uh, Richard told me that he is working together with a guy named Joachim and he is, you know, a designer and he does a lot of digital designs for uh, also for other watch brands actually uh, and uh, and been in the, you know, marketing industry for a very long time. So uh, Richard told me that, okay, if we're going to do this, we need Joachim's help to, to make this uh, a reality. And I told, okay, let's meet him and discuss this and just, you know, briefly see what we can do together. So that is, that's the start of Orca Falcon, you know, and, and, and we discussed also this, uh, you know, how can we make, why should we be in the market? You know, the market doesn't, it doesn't need another watch brand. No, basically, no, it's such <laughs> it's, a saturated market. It's popping market, up yeah. every week, so... <laughs> Yeah, so we tried to find, you know, what, some kind of detail that would set us apart from, from most other watch brands. And, and uh, Rickard uh, 
mentioned that it would be really nice to make a 24-hour watch. And I was a little bit skeptic, you know, how you have 24-hour watch, okay, it, it would be a really nice idea to do it, but how? How should we do it? And uh, we begin to do some research, and of course there is uh, some Russian brands and, and some other vintage uh, brands that's using uh, the 24-hour classic dials. Uh, but not as clean as, as our first season. Uh, uh, so we, we discussed more and, okay, let's do a, a, a really nice dress watch with a 24-hour dial and see how we can fit all the numbers and everything to make it as clean as possible. Uh, and then we also discussed more how we should, you know, um, how can we make it, you know, Falk, you know, how should that DNA be? Uh, the first samples that we got home was horrible. It, it was nice. It was nice on the paper. You know, this looks really nice on the paper. But the first development, you know, was, you know, uh, uh, terrible, terrible. Uh, it, 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 you know, the case was actually not the, this shaped case as we are using today. It was more like a... Uh, yeah, more like a box, more or less. It was it was horrible. Uh, so we had to go back to the drawing table and look more into all these details that you can see in the watch today, like the band hands, the dome glass, the the shape dial, the the, the cone shape uh, uh, knob that we have on the first season. The uh, muffin. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, the muffin. Yeah. So uh, when we once we received the new sample, it was like, hooray, this is what we have been looking for. Wow, now it looks like a real proper dress watch with some personality. And, and, uh, and this is, sometimes we felt that, wow, this, this looks really, really nice. Now we have something. Uh, and uh, yeah, we got very happy. And we also tested the market, actually, uh, you know, how can we test the market to understand if we have a product that is really, that's working, you know? So we decided to, to do a Kickstarter campaign. And once we, you know, started to make the first promotions that we are going to do a Kickstarter campaign, a girl named Sarah from Indiegogo called me personally and just convinced me, you have to make an Indiegogo campaign instead. You cannot go with Kickstarter. You need to go to Indiegogo. So uh, with a lot of help from her, we, uh, we decided to, okay, let's make an Indiegogo campaign instead for a Kickstarter campaign. So we did actually a first crowdfunding campaign uh, and uh, we managed to uh, found the, the, the well, I can't remember now, it was like five, 550,000 Swedish kroner actually, I think we, we, we we got from that campaign and it was a good success for us uh, and uh, we felt that yeah we have something here we need to put it on the market also and uh, you just answered my next question before i asked it i was about to ask you about, about <laughs> the, the, the first uh, crowdfunding um yeah. be, be, before the crowdfunding came by uh, what was the the design and the concept origin uh, you wanted to you said that you wanted to um, you wanted to have the the twenty four hours, but that wasn't all. There was more to it. What was the inspiration there? Yeah, we of course we. I own a lot of you know uh, vintage watches myself, uh, like Omega, uh, Seamaster, uh, 
and other brands also micro brands watches from the past and uh, we we took a look at those watches of course and what is the dna of a really really nice vintage watch uh, and and we, we put it into to to the design of the first season uh, and of course we also looked in other details you know uh, like the two color hands you can see also it's one is gold and, and the other one is silver uh, and and uh, that slightly bent uh, uh, minute hand is also a, a small design feature that we like. Uh, and the rail you can see in, in the outside rail, that's the, the, the minute uh, indication in the dial. Uh, it's, 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 you know, it's a really nice uh, thought design that feels like it's going to be modern in, in, in 20 years from now also. I think uh, yeah, we've done something good for it, and and also the 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 logo of Orca Falk at the top feels very nice, and then then the Sweden uh, stamp also in 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 the dial feels also uh, it's classic. It's a classic, never goes out of time. Yeah. Let's talk about the current line of watches. You have you have the first season, then you have uh, something for the for the ladies, or I should put it unisex, yes. and then you have the the chrono. Yeah, we started the first season as a, as a, it's a 40 millimeter case for the first season. When you put it on the wrist, it doesn't feel like 40 millimeters. If you wear another watch with a different case design with the 40 millimeters, the first season looks smaller on, on the wrist actually. But still we needed, I felt that, okay, we need a, a, a follow up for the first season. So how can we? do it we need we want a smaller case size also uh, so we decided to develop the second season this is a 36 millimeter case size and uh, to keep uh, the the nice and clean design we had to remove some numbers uh, and and replace it with dots so it doesn't become cluttery in in the dial so uh, the second season is actually a, a, a smaller uh, brother or sister to, to the first season, but with less numbers in the dial. Uh, otherwise, the, the design is, is more or less consistent with the first season. It's a smaller it's a smaller size only, uh, and it has all the same design features uh, like the dome, double dome glass, and the bent hands, and and the, and, and the muffin knob, as you call it. <laughs> yeah, I, a friend of mine came. We were on Thursday on uh, coffee with few a few of my yeah. friends uh, for the first time uh, now with the COVID, and uh, I was looking. I was looking at the their watches. They're, they're looking at mine. This look like like a muffin, <laughs> muffin, muffin, muffin yeah, form yeah, for the is, oven. It it's like, yeah, what? You're right. Yeah. And I have to mention here amazing knurling doesn't matter the size it's really easy to grip and and you screw down yes yes with gasket yes. that's uh that you don't see on uh, on uh, this type of uh, yeah, a lot of people get surprised when we are using a screw crown actually on this type of watch but it feels like uh, it feels like an well especially when i almost broke my nail trying to yeah yeah, yeah. some people try to pull them out you know <laughs> even though uh, we try to explain to to most people and also on our site that it's it's a screw crown but uh, uh, yeah we have people who try to <laughs> pull them out without unscrewing it and in the in the chrono actually see see the the clue of the 60s because i used to be a vintage buff yeah uh, unfortunately, that that uh, boats have sailed, but uh, I still have the the appreciation and the love of vintage. And when I look at the the, the chrono, I, c I could I could see the pushers from 
these mushroom pushers mm. from uh, from 60s Zenit and Tag Heuer and a few Russian brands. Then I can see the the lugs as well uh, from Jungas and a uh, few Minervas have these these lugs. Then I can see the, the 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 crystal, which is very very well integrated. The tolerances are really really tight. I like that very much. Mm. I can see that the the crystal is also there. Is several Minervas and a lot of Russian watches that have this very very dome. And let's mention here that the the, the dome crystal on the uh, chronograph is a lot more domed than the than the first season. Yes, am I correct? Yes, it's a At little bit more. The, it, it's the uh, it's where the dome starts actually. It's the the curve of the dome yeah. is a slightly different than the first season. Uh, so, and I have to mention that there is a, there is anti-reflective coating. Yes, I see that. Yeah, we try to find a, a, a good uh, uh, crystal that fits uh, our watch. But uh, we we have actually tried uh, <laughs> on the first season. We have made uh, it with Hasselite glass. We have made it with sapphire glass, and uh, of course with the K1 glass. And and we have put a lot of development and testing into all of them. And uh, uh, the the Hasselite glass was uh, it's good you have this extra yeah. vintage feeling when you use a plastic glass into the watch like uh, very old Omegas or the Speedmaster that I have I myself have it on my also Slava. Uh, yes yeah it, it's common to use it Hasselite glass also of course but we felt that okay it it, it scratches it more easy and and the, the clarity of the glass is not exactly the same as as if you, you compare with sapphire or, or the the k1 glass uh, and we tried also of course to make uh, sapphire glass and we have it we had it in the production also of course uh, on on the watches uh, but the problem was actually to make a double dome sapphire glass it's it's not easy it's uh, it's only a few factors in the world who can make that double dome uh, sapphire crystal. And that means that it's extremely expensive. So we couldn't, you know, fit into to the budget to keep the price level that we want we, because we don't want to hire the price of the watch. We want to keep this price level because it feels like a lot of people uh, who wants to try out our brand this is a good price point so, uh, so if you look at other brands uh, if you're using the sapphire glass it's usually watches that is like 500 euro and upwards so we felt that yeah so we felt that we we don't need it it's also a dress watch you know it's not a utility watch and what surprised me also uh the loom on the chronograph i did not expect to see loom Oh, it's it's a really good. It's the Swiss uh, Super Loom, the C3 one. It's uh, yeah, it's the best loom you can get actually today. There are other brands also that has similar loom, but uh, if you want a really quality loom, this is the best you can get. You know, and and we wanted some because we are using so uh, just a, a narrow dots with with the, with the loom, and also the the hands is quite small. So we needed something that you know can illuminate a lot, and that is the C3. That is the best one. So uh, it looms a lot, you know. If you just shine with uh, some light or some on it, and then go into the dark, you can see it's, uh, it has a really good loom effect. Yeah, when I come in from outside, now it has been a really good summer, both in Finland and mm. Sweden. When I come in from outside, I could see immediately, and uh, 
I, 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 I was surprised to see it on a on a semi dress watch or on a dress. Yeah, watch, yeah. Basically, yeah. and uh, <clears throat> the movements here we have uh, uh, Ronda five one five H twenty four on the on the first season. Uh, is it the same on the second? No, season? it's actually uh, another one. It's the same. Uh, it's Ronda was also on on the on the second season also, but it's a different version of the the. The 550 24-hour one. It, and then on the chronograph we have a Mega Quartz made by Seiko. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's the VK64 movement that we are using uh, in, in in the chronograph. And we we like the we like mechanical watches. That's why we wanted to try this CME automatic feeling in 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 a watch. You know. We, it's actually the stopwatch function in in the in the VK64 that has this uh, instant uh, reset and 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 this yeah, really yeah, yeah. Uh, classic almost, almost like a flyback. Yeah, exactly. It's like an old stopwatch, you know, from the 60s. Uh, and also, you you can feel it when you push the knobs that it has this uh, really nice uh, mechanical feeling to it, uh, and that, that's what I like a lot. Of, and um, it's our try, you know, our, you know, to, to move to more mechanical, maybe. We have plans, of course, to make mechanical watches also, but it's also a challenge, you know, and, and we need to be trustworthy that we do uh, good watches before we take on automatic watches. Uh, so we will uh, probably release in the future some uh, automatic uh, mechanical watches also. But, and uh, they're all 50 meter water resistant, all the watches. Yeah, it feels uh, it's not actually necessary on uh, dress watches also, but we try to keep the level mm. a, a little bit higher than the standards uh, in, in order to get also great values uh, for the money and then also to be secured. If, if you're wearing the watch with a NATO strap and maybe just, you know, you're in the water, it can resist the waters, of course, but it's not a diver watch. <laughs> and... Uh, of course, I think that you should be careful, even though the it has water resistance to five ATM. It should be. I think you should be re careful with water with any watch. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. it can get uh, you can get uh, water inside the watch even if it's water resistant. It can be like you haven't tightened the the knob or whatever. You know, it can be the small things that you know makes the difference. Definitely, um, we know that the first season is the most popular one. Mm. Uh, did you have any market in mind? Did you have any customer in mind when you were creating the design? Oh, people who just love dress watches, you know, that wanted something more unique. You know, uh, we had we had a lot of uh, customers that is wearing high brands like Rolex, Breitling, and, and uh, other really expensive watch brands that you know took on and wear our first season and, and told us later on that wow. I get so much comments for my watch nowadays. When I have my 100 or 200,000 Rolex on, on, on the wrist, they don't even notice it. But this watch, they notice. And they always have questions about the dial and, you know, how can I read it? And, and so it's, it's a conversation opener, like a lot of customers telling us. It's a conversation watch. Especially, I would say, the, the white dial. I'm speaking now about the chronograph. It's a loud, loud um, piece, even though it's it's quite com, com uh, shouldn't say common design, but qu quite uh, classy design. 
And at the same yes. time, it's very loud, especially that orange uh, button on the top for the chrono and then the, the orange uh, hand. It's noticeable. It yeah. really is. Yes. Yeah, we try to. That is like orange is a classic uh, retro, retro color, or, or uh, it's a nice design element uh, to, to that that uh, stands out a bit for, for for most common watches, of course. But uh, it has a classic design also, and, and it's not as special as the first season, but still it has that Walker Falk DNA, uh, and also has that chronograph with a twenty-four hour uh, display on on one of the chronographs. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's. Uh, and also, of course, the, the, the watch strap with this racing-inspired uh, mm-hmm. mesh uh, holes in I it. I love it. Uh, yeah. And, of course, as we, all things is designed and, and, and developed by us, you know, from the knobs to uh, from the glass, the case, everything. Nothing is, you know, from the shelf. It's everything is designed, except one thing, of course, the... <laughs> The, the the leather uh, strap uh, the bracelet on, on 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 the leather strap is not designed by us that is a standard thing <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, yeah. the only one only thing oh it matters it matters yeah yes yes it matters to yes. know that uh, the watch on your hand uh, that cost uh, 214 euros is not uh, a watch that uh, you can find on uh, some chinese website for 20 bucks which, no, which you is cannot the, find which anything is the case like, with close to brand. this. Yeah, it's you, if you look at all the, you know, I get emails more or less every week from from uh, suppliers that wants to start producing or start working with us, and and you can see these catalog watches. Mm. You know, you can choose from our catalog to make. No, we <laughs> we cannot work like that. You know, and there is thousands of those brands that you know has this. Uh, yeah basic off-the-shelf design of course and it's nothing wrong with that uh, some people like it and if it's a good design it's a good design yeah i hope i'm not insensitive but uh, i would like to ask uh, shall we expect new models in the near future from okifalk yes of course we are you know we try to develop you know all the time but it takes so much time and, and effort to put in a new design and as we do a lot of uh, as we do all the design elements ourselves it takes a lot of time to you know uh, finalize the design and then we want to have several samples to test the watch to make sure that it uh, you know looks and feels as as we want uh, but for sure we are working we are working with uh, actually a tool watch uh, like a what should i say a tool diver watch uh, design uh, it's still in in the mood board and on the drawing table but uh, we will for sure try to finalize it as soon as possible 24 hour and, diver uh, that is going to be yeah something. that would be something that would be something yes of course we, we would love to have the 24 hour function but we don't know we let's see we will see uh, the problem is the, is the availability of 24-hour movements. Uh, uh, that is the, the, the biggest it's challenge, actually, to find, really. No, it's, 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 it's only Ronda that makes the 24-hour. If, you, if you're going for the quartz movements, it's only one company that makes the, the 24-hour movement nowadays. Uh, and uh, can, We can use the, the GMT. Actually, the first season... Uh, is a GMT watch from the beginning, so you can I can use a twelve hour movement in in that uh, movement also, but uh, uh, we had to do the rebuild to to make it work as as the clean twenty four hour dial as it is today. 
We have a segment in this podcast. It's called What's in Your Watch Box. And that's a place that uh, you're going to talk about uh, watches you like, watches you hate, watches you want to see, <laughs> yeah. and watches you have. Yeah, yes, yes, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, I've had a lot of watches during the years, of course. Uh, from uh, early 19th, I have the Gull. Uh, I had, of course, all the Seiko uh, digital watches. Uh, uh, which I still love. They are really good, cool. The, the the small digital Seiko uh, watches. Uh, it's really nice uh, retro piece, I think. And uh, from the first time I saw the Omega Speedmaster, I was just that watch is wow. I have to have one of those. And that was you know I was more or less a child when I saw it the first time, and and I saw oh wow, that would be really nice to wear that watch one day. And uh, of course, several years later, I found one, uh, and uh, I had to buy it. And of course, I don't use it that much nowadays because I usually wear Walkerfot watches. But sometimes I put it on and then wear it, and it's it's that classical one. I I never get you tired. You can always of... wear two watches like Steven Seagal. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I do sometimes, but usually, actually, I'm also digital, so I use, of course, also Apple Watch sometimes. But uh, usually, when I go out exercising, it's uh, I'm using that. Otherwise, I'm always an analog, and I would love, love, of course, automatic watches. So one of my favorite is actually the Speedmaster. Uh, that that one is, you know, rightfully so. Yeah, it's it's you know it's, it's so nice to look at. I never get tired of looking at that watch. Uh, so that's one of my favorites, of course. Uh, and then uh, if I'm looking into other watch brands that I, that I really like, it's of course some Rolex uh, watches, but they are so you know common and, and you know it's not that special. Of course, Speedmaster is also a common watch, but uh, uh, I, I feel that. You know, if I'm going to wear a, a Rolex watch, it's it's the Sea Dweller. Uh, I love the Sea Dweller Diver watch. I think that one is really nice. And of course, if I could have the Comex uh, logo in it also, that would be really, really nice. But uh, it's so expensive. It is, it is. Or maybe the Panda uh, Ponyuma Edition is also a very cool uh, Rolex uh, watch. Uh, Let's dream together. <laughs> yes, yes, that's that's a really really nice watch. All the also. deep sea is very beautiful as well. And... Yeah, yes, there are a lot of them, and uh, brands like Junghans, EVC mm -hmm. is also uh, you know watch brands that I really admire. Uh, they do have a lot, of course the uh, the Bill collection in in the EVC uh, in the in the Junghans is is really nice, uh, uh, and the uh, EVC watch company. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, they have several models that I also think is, you know, wow, really, really good. Uh, and also I wear a lot of, I had uh, some 60s, I think it's actually from the mid-60s, the, the Seamaster uh, that I have uh, has also been a favorite watch uh, to wear. Uh, Do you have a Grail? Grail, no. No, I don't know, actually. I, I haven't been thinking about buying more watches since we launched Walkerfog actually uh, but of course there is you know if if you're going to do investment in in good watches i would 
recommend, of course, to buy, you know, uh, these classic timepieces, of course. The, the, if you want, you know, if you don't want the money on the bank, then buy a really classic timepiece, you know. There are a, a lot of them, uh, uh, as I told you, the the sea dweller yeah, if you're going to do uh, or if you want you know there is several from from uh, ivc also of course and and uh, i don't know it's hard you know there's so, there's so many out there there's so many so many so many so yeah it's true um where can people find more about the brand where people can connect with the brand and uh, get first hand. We are, of course, in social media, and, and that the easiest way is just send us a message to us, or we we uh, we try to be in the in, in in media as often as we can, of course. But the easiest way is just send us a message on on so our social channels like Instagram or 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 Facebook. That's you know we try to answer you know as fast as possible all the questions and and and. and uh, Try to be as service-minded as we possibly can. You ship in all around the world, two years war warranty. Anything else we should know before we wrap this yeah, up? Yeah, we try to expand actually more into markets in Europe. And of course, uh, we have distributors now in Japan and we have campaigns going on in Japan. And uh, we have, I think it's more than 50 stores now selling Orca Falk in Italy and uh, expanding all the time of course the the, the pandemic uh, put a stop into the expansion last year but uh, we are now uh, focusing again to expand in, in in italy and it's going very well we have really good partners uh, in both italy and and, and uh, japan that we you know really thankful for to work with them we, we try our best you know to and we maybe we want to look into more partners in europe uh, once this uh, pandemic is fully over we will see hope for the best we really hope it's it's over soon yes thank you michael for coming on the podcast today i really enjoyed chatting with you and looking forward to see the new design and the new watch uh, that is really really exciting project man i'm really excited to see 24 hour diver <laughs> you are going to yes you're going to be popular stay tuned stay tuned, stay exactly. tuned. We, we, we will try our best to see if we can find a really really good solution on that new design looking forward to, to another chat in, in a few months when that hap becomes reality uh, for the listeners thank you guys for tuning in and thank you for all the support and feedback uh, we work hard to bring more uh, and many new uh, guests cool brands awesome people to the podcast uh, who deserve your attention i'm your host nico and until next time don't chase time use it wisely <laughs>